Shalom Aleichem, dear friends, um, we're now in the Sphira, I want to discuss uh, a very solistic concept in the Sphira, something that will give us a taste for what we're doing, what we're trying to accomplish during these extremely important days. The Pasuk says that we should bring the Omer Mimachras HaShabbos Yenifenal Kohen. So, the day after the Shabbos, now, the, the Gemara Monachus of Samach Hayamud Aleph says that there was a huge disagreement between can't call it a disagreement, a disagreement implies to Chachamim, there was a, a fight between the Baitusim, the followers of Baitus, the, the, those that are Kaifer and Torah Shabalpeh, they're referred to as the Karaites, the, those that adhere only to the written Torah, but which means really they don't adhere to any Torah, because without Torah Shabal there is no Torah Shabal Um And uh, the Chazal, the guardians and the transmitters of the Torah Shabal Whether this word Shabbos, Memachras Shabbos, you should bring the Omer, which means the counting begins the day after Shabbos. So the Baitusim said it's Shabbos, means the first Shabbos after Pesach. The Pesach before that is talking about Pesach. So it says the first Shabbos after Pesach. So then the first, then the bring of the Omer is going to be on Yom Rishon, and, uh, and therefore Shavuos will fall out also on Yom Rishon, always. Um, Chazal said, no, the, the word Shabbos here means Yom Tov. It means the first day of Pesach, the first day of Yom Tov of Pesach. And so you begin counting on, uh, on, on the first day of uh, the Cholomoyed, which is what we do. The Gemara there brings Kama Vakamarayas from the Psukim Diyukim that Chazal made, many different ways that Chazal proved that this was the case. That, that, this, that these words are referring to this word Shabbos is referring to Yom Tov, the first, yeah, the first day of Pesach. Obviously the question is, okay, but the Baitusims, as much as they were, they were a Pekorsim, and they, they should have had a Muna in Chachavim, where they should have asked, it would have been explained to them, but they have a question. And the question is a question that we should all ask, is, so why Lamaisa did the Pesach call it Shabbos? It's, you know, is the Pasuk literally coming to be obscure in order to leave room for Torah Shabbat Peh? That's, um, you know, the, the Torah didn't come to make things more obscure. The Torah came to reveal things, right? What, what's going on over here? So, morale in... Drush Torah explains that Chazal saw in here 
that the Torah is being maramas to us, that this is, Shabbos means a day of rest. Shabbos means uh, coming, uh, coming to a stop. So it means, the Torah is telling you over here that it will be after that day of rest, after the day of stopping, that you're going to start going again. Then after that, you start going again. Which means, uh, throughout your whole life, you're stopping for Shabbos. But here, there's some sort of a fundamental shvisa. There's a fundamental stopping that um, is very glaringly obvious that we should know what that stopping is. What is that stopping? It's a stopping from the avdus of the shibud and the amelus, the toiling that we had in Mitzrayim. We were avodim in Mitzrayim, we were toiling in Mitzrayim. And then, um, you know, when, the, when that yoke was broken from the necks of Klausrel, that's a, that's a day of shvisa, it's a day of rest. Rest from, from the slavery and the, and the toil. Now, it's true that the Midrash does say that from the beginning of the Makkas, whether it be a full year the Makkas lasted, or six months the Makkas lasted, but from the beginning of the Makkas, the Shibud, or maybe the beginning of the Makkas, maybe, maybe some point of the Makkas, but the, certainly the Shibud did end significantly before that last day, um, meaning the, the, the Yom Tov Rishon of Pesach, which, which, which was uh, Tasvov. Um, that, that's for sure. <laughs> well, we actually left Mitzrayim. Um, so the Shibud ended before that, but that was, but, but what, what the morale means to tell us here is that that was practical, meaning we weren't doing Molocha, maybe, maybe since from, from, from Adar, maybe from six months before that, maybe from a whole year before. But it's irrelevant, you're doing Molocha, you're not doing Molocha. We were still a Vodum to Paro. And therefore, we were still be'etzim in a state of amil. We were, if you have an Evid who right now, there's no work for him to do, he's sitting, he's waiting for the shipment to arrive so he can unpack it, he's still, um, he's still working. He's just, right now, there's no work to do. Or, you know, or he's furloughed, whatever it may be, but he's, he's still working. So, it's only when Klausel became free from the Shibud of Mitzrayim, from the Shibud of Power, from the Amelus, that's a day of rest. And then, what happens is the very next day after that, after that rest, the very next day, what do we do? We enter into Avdus of Hashem, we enter into, into being servants of Hashem, into toiling in the divine work. And that is what the, a person has to understand, that I'm either toiling for Paro, or I'm toiling for, for Hashem. But Adam le'omol yulud, like the Gemara, like the Gemara uh, in Hulun says, um, a, man, a man was created to toil. That's what a man is supposed to do. A man, man's here to toil. So the question is, what are you going to toil in? You're going to toil in... Avoda of Paro, or are you going to toil in the, in the Avoda of Hashem? And perhaps this is uh, has to do with the Mishnah Perkeavas. The Mishnah says, "Call him a Kabbal Alav, all Torah. Someone who everyone who accepts upon himself the yoke of Torah, Ma'avirim Imeno, all 
Malchus ve'olderchets. So they remove from upon him the yoke of the kingship and the yoke of uh, of, of, the, of the world of the of the functioning of the world. Which means again, a person has to have a yoke. A man is born to bear a yoke. Man is born to toil. And the question is, what's the toiling going to be in? So over here, we went through a transition. We went from being the servants of Paro to ultimately being the servants of Hashem. So that leaving, that was a day of rest that we had. The day of, you know, the Shabbos, the, 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 you know, the, one, the one break that you get. And then the, the, the toiling begins again. That's, that's one explanation. Um, on, a, on a deeper level, perhaps we can say, that we know that the, on the night of Pesach itself, it wasn't simply that we left Mitzrayim. That, that Yom Tov, the Svarma Kedoshim say that we reached the level, the level of Gilushchina, of revelation of divine presence, to a certain extent, a, a similar level that we reached ultimately at Maimad Har Sinai. means, An Leila Seder, Shem took us out completely from everything, and we reached <coughs> the ultimate rest, Shleimus uh, that a person reaches, but that was a temporary thing that that came in to us externally. We didn't do anything to really achieve that, and so then that departs, and then we have to begin toiling again. Uh, now toiling in the sphera in the forty-nine days, the forty-nine levels of trying to go up and up. In the in the sphere of Omer, the counting every day, trying to accomplish a new level in the Vodas Hashem and commitment, in strength and resolve and joy in that avoda. So, so the point is that there was toiling. Then we kind of hit the finish line, really, um, on Leila Seder, and then we we went back to toiling again. But now the toiling is for Hashem. That's that's uh, that, that's all one. Explanation of why the day is called Shabbos. Uh, a different explanation is said also by the Maral and Sefer Tiferes Yisrael, Perek Samach Tes. Um, afterwards, we can think how the two work together. The, the two explanations work very nicely together, actually. But this is a different explanation, which says that the, the reason why this day is being called Shabbos, as opposed to in the first approach that we were saying that there was a toiling beforehand and a toiling afterwards. Now he's telling us that Shabbos comes from a language of completion, a language of when you've come to a rest, it means you, you reached your destination to a certain extent. So he says that there's two, two Shabboses that were man supposed to hit, supposed to reach. Two Shabboses, two levels of completion that a person is supposed to have, which is the ultimate level of completion, will work backwards. The ultimate level of completion is Shavuos. That's the 50th day when we begin counting, and after seven weeks, seven is a completion, seven sevens is a completion of completion. Then we're ready, and we, and we reach the completion of Kabbalah Torah. Receiving the Torah is not simply that we, you know, we got we to print out document. Receiving the Torah means that we're someone who has the Torah. We're someone who lives with the Torah, which is the ultimate completion of man. man man's shleimus is in being a recipient of the Ratzon Hashem, of being someone who is a perfect vessel for the expression of the Ratzon Hashem inside of him.
and that's a and that's a shlemus of the seichel. That our mind gets perfectly linked up with Hashem's rotson, which is the Torah. That is a shlemus ha'adam on the highest level. Says the Maral, before you can reach that level of shlemus, of the shlemus of the seichel, you need to first reach a more fundamental level of shlemus, which will act as a <coughs> foundation, as a base to build to have that other shlemus rest upon it. Means in the in in the world that we're in, you can never have too much of a gap between things. In order for things to have an interact, to have an interface, you need to have a step down transformer. You have to have a step by step coming down lower and lower. I think we've spoken about this. For example, even with computers, you know, when 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 a person writes a command um, in his PC. That, that is written in human language, you know, uh, search for the following. Then that has to be translated to a lower level language, which, has to, which is a more of a machine language, and then that machine language can interact with the zeros and ones that are inside your computer. So that's how the whole world is built. Is, 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 everything goes in steps by steps by steps. So to have the Seichel of the Torah, to have the Seichel HaNivdal, the Ratzna Shem, to connect to to a boss of Adam, to a physical entity, to basically a, a monkey, to, to an animal, uh, which is kind of on the baseline of what a person is. <coughs> so, the th- that, that is... You, you can't do that. You have to have something in between that will act as, a, as an intermediary. And that is this other Shlemus. Now, he doesn't say exactly what that Shlemus is over there. Um, however, in a number of places, Maral does tell us that Klausrel reached a level of Shlemus. For example, uh, with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, which is a Shlemus of the Humris, that we are nivdul from the Humris, that we became disconnected, we became separated from the physicality. That's why we commemorate we say that Shabbos is a Zecher Litzies Mitzrayim. He's using one example. Mar says in many different places. Now one example is he says uh, that uh, the reason why we say Shabbos is a Zecher Litzies Mitzrayim is remembrance for Litzies Mitzrayim. How Shabbos remembers for Litzies Mitzrayim? All the Rishonim asked the question. Maral explains it very beautifully that it is because keeping Shabbos is a very spiritual activity. It's a person who is not at all involved in the physical world. Whenever we do that. We ask ourselves, really? I'm not involved in the physical world? How am I not involved in the physical world? Why am I the only one not involved in the physical world? The Goyim are all involved in the physical world. In what way are Jews so special that we're not involved in the physical world? And the answer is, Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. When we left Mitzrayim, we became Ivrim. We became people who crossed over to the other side. We became another entity, a different, a whole different creature who is someone who lives in the spiritual realm. And although we walk on this earth as men, but it's kind of like it's kind of like angels walking amongst men. It's it's people whose very physicality itself is is not tied up in the physical world the same way that that the rest of the nations are. So uh, that's that's one thing that he says. Another thing that he says uh, in Gvurs Hashem is that 
So that is so, so seemingly that's what he's referring to that that if you want to have the seichel be completed on shavuos, you first have to complete the body, which means purify the body, uplift the body, and that happened on with Yitzchus Mitzrayim. I mean, we became people whose physicality does not essentially hinder the intellect and the spiritual pursuit. And that brings me to the beautiful analogy that the Maral speaks out in Gvur Hashem Perak Nun Dalad, where Chazal Darshan, the Pesach in Yecheskel, that the Pesach says, V'tarbi v'tigdali, you increased and you grew, v'taboi, and you brought forth um, you know, decorative, you, you became beautiful, um, and so, so he explains that that's, that that's going on, Nikius Haguf, that is going on purity and cleanliness of the body. It doesn't mean clean in the sense of having a squeaky clean bath, you know, bathing yourself and coming out clean. It means cleanliness means that the body is not essentially as filled with the zuama, with the poison of the serpent, means the corruption of over involvement and overindulgence in Olamazeh. That's what we gained ultimately with the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And then that was a preparation for us to receive the completion of the mind, of the spiritual completion, the connection to the Ras Hashem, which is the Torah that happened uh, at Kabbalah Torah after seven weeks of the, of, of the Aliyah. So, turns out that we're going through two stages, two stages of, of Shlemus, two Shabbosim, so to speak, two levels of rest, of... Uh, Climbing and, and then you hear a plateau, you, you succeed, you, you, you got there. So it's, it's, a, it's a moment of, of rest, of Shabbos, of, of completion. What's the completion? The first completion is the completion of the body. And that was reached on the Yom Tov Rishon Shul Pesach. And then again we begin the climb. And, but now the climb is a com- climb for the completion of the Seichel. And that is reached on Shavuos. Those are the two completions. And it works very beautifully with what the Maral says in Tiferes Yisrael, at the end of Perichav Tes, he asks a very beautiful question. Chazal teaches that at Harsinai we said, Nasa v'nishma. So we will do, we will listen. Now, we will do seemingly, we, by the way, as a side point, we will do that we seemingly already had from before, like we're saying from the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, we will do is a completion of the body, like Chazal Darshan, Ketapuach, the Chazal Israel Klauswell were compared to an apple tree, which brings forth fruits before it even has any leaves, that's already an analogy to Klauswell, while we're still in Mitzrayim, which means that the Nasa the, is compared to the apples, that's the Asiya, that's the doing, that's the giving the final results, that's what Sadek says it, um, in the Kutu Maimarim, and uh, the Klausrel went out to a Midbar, to a, to a Erzlozerua, 
to a desert that there's no way to live there. We, 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 we did. We went and we did. That's, that was the greatness of Klausel, that we were ready to go, and we're like an apple tree, that we were ready to bring forth the fruits, to bring forth the actions, before we even have the way to facilitate it, the way to do it, the way to make sure it's going to be done right, which is through having the leaves, which means to say, without the nishma first. Usually a person first listens nishma, and then afterwards nasa. Nishma v'nasa. We will listen, and then we'll do. But Kalasar responds, no, nasa v'nishma. So again, at Harsina, we said nasa v'nishma. So Maral asks over there, I understand what the mile is of Nasa. Because you say Nasa before even the Nishma. That's unbelievable. You're ready to do what Hashem wants you to do. Even though you don't know what it is exactly. That's unbelievable. But what's the Nishma? What, what's, the, what's the great thing about the Nishma? To the point that Hazal tell us that the angels came down with two crowns for each person. There was... There was a, each person received two crowns, one for the Nasa and one for the Nishma. So the Maral says, I, I understand why they got a crown for the Nasa. That's an unbelievable thing. You're ready to do the Ratz Nashem even without knowing what it's going to be. But what's, but what's so unbelievable about the Nishma? What, what's the... Uh, you, the greatness is you switched around the order. She says, no. The, the Nasa is a great thing. You're ready to do. Whatever Hashem tells you, you're ready to do it. But then what that opens a person up to is a person, it opens up a person's mind to truly understanding the Ratz Hashem on level that he couldn't have possibly understood otherwise. As long as a person is trying to figure out, am I ready to do this or am I not? Am I going to, let me, let me first hear what you say, that maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't. So then even the Nishma is tainted, meaning as I'm trying to understand what you're saying, I'm processing it through, do I want to do it or not? So then the way I hear what you're saying is different. I'm hearing it through my own filters of, am I ready to do this? Am I willing to do this? Whereas if I take away my filters, if I say, whatever you say I'm going to do, so then the message that I receive is a fundamentally different message. Meaning the Torah that they learned, the Nishma that comes after the Nasa, is a different Nishma. That's what the Maral explains in the end of Perek Haftas. So he says, that, that's why we receive two crowns. One, number one is an unbelievable thing to be ready to do whatever Hashem says. And number two, we had unbelievable levels of understanding of the Torah that we were able to reach as a result of that. The Nishman that came after the Nasa is a different Nishman. That's what he says. Now we're adding to this that seemingly, besides that you could ask the question, that the Nasa seems to have really already been accomplished with Yetzirah Mitzrayim. We already said to Hashem we're going to do whatever He says. Says so you're right. The Nasa was said, but now we managed to say the Nishma. Means to say, by now, because the level of the Tikuna Guf that we reached in uh, on the Yom Tov Rishon Shal Pesach, where we became of the Hashem. The Korban Pesach is called uh, the Maha Avoda Hazos Lachem. This Avoda. What is this Avoda? The Korban Pesach is called an Avoda. We became of the Hashem on Pesach. So that's the Nasa. And Shavuos, we reach the Nishma. We reach the next level of the, what the morale uh, refers to as the, as the Shlemus HaSeichel. So we're proposing that the, 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 that's uh, what 
uh, we can add to what, what the, the explanation of the two crowns. Nas and the Nishma, first of all, the Maral explained to us what the greatness is of the Nishma. The answer is because since it came after the Nasa, it's a greater, it's a greater Nishma. And we're adding the Lachar of the Nasa already was from that Shabbos. From the Shabbos means from, from the first day of Yom Tov, of Pesach, from the first day of Pesach. That's called Shabbos because we reached a Bechina of Shlemus Aguf, of Tikkun Aguf. And then that led us, after seven weeks, that led us to the Hasaga of the next level of being able, of, of, of getting to the Torah of the Nishma. So, what the conclusion for us is, that first of all, there was an Amelus that was happening in Mitzrayim. The Amelus, the, the tremendous toil that the Jewish people were going through in the Shiv with Mitzrayim, and that ultimately culminated in the Tzikun Aguf, in the, in the perfection of, of the body, which means the body's disconnection from a full engagement in Olam Hazeh. That the, 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 the Klausrel's relationship to physicality became forever different. And that was, that was the Shleimus HaGuf that we reached with, you know, during the process of Shibud Mitzrayim. And it all actualized and it all became real with uh, Yom Tov Rishon Shal Pesach where we left physicality. And then we, we went back into toiling one more time. And now the toil is a toil of towards the Nishma. Towards preparing ourselves, towards the Tikkun Hamidos. To, uh, so that the Seichel should be able to receive the Torah, the yearning for the Torah. Kipshuto, it's, it's, uh, we're counting up the days of the Chupa, of the marriage to Hashem, where we receive the Torah. That yearning and the Amelus and Torah and the preparation that we're, that we're going through ultimately will better Hashem result in the second Shabbos. In the Shabbos, in the ultimate completion of man, which is the, the completion of becoming an Odoma Sholem with a, with a Guf Sholem and with a Seichel Sholem, with a Nasa and with a Nishma. As Hashem, we should all be Zoha to spend these days in Amelus, in preparation. For the Shabbos, we're currently in a situation of Memachrasa Shabbos after our Shabbos, which was Yom Tov Rishon Shal Pesach, where we were in a state of Shleimus Haguf. Now we need to continue and you need to Amal toil again so that Bezer Shem will have the Shleimus HaSeichel of an Emosa Kabbalah Torah.